You're listening to Chat and Spin Radio. We play the best mix of music from the 70s. It's a living thing. 80s. 90s. And today. Today. My next guest is live from Florence. In Italy, Lorenzo Villaresi, perfumer extraordinaire. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Lorenzo. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, great. So, is it some is it some sunny day with you in Florence now? How is it? Now it's really very sunny. This morning was half and half. Yeah. And uh, it's getting hot. Wow. It'll be a good time. We're thinking to go for the weekend to the seaside, in fact. Oh, lucky you. Lovely. So, and how is it in Florence? We've heard so much of the lockdown. I mean, here in Scotland, it's still very much lockdown. But you're, you're out of the woods. You are, you are free to move around. Your stores are opening. Yes, the store is open again. Great. Uh, since a few days ago. And... Uh, um, still not so many people, but uh, Florence and Tuscany were not touched that much Okay. Of, uh, the lockdown. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the atmosphere is uh, quite uh, and uh, everything starts to open again. Yes. Uh, several stores, about 50% of the stores are open again. Wonderful to hear that things are moving back into action in Florence. And it was about this time last year the Perfume Museum opened. Is that right? Yes. It opened last year and we reopened again in a week. Oh, the museum. great. We opened the offices in the center of Florence and shop. Okay, great. And, and production is still going on in the, in the warehouse outside Florence. Ah, okay. And how have you found the whole time with coronavirus and everything? Did you have to close very quickly the shop and the museum? Or what was what was the first thing that kind of hit you? There was a period of about uh, 30, 45 days uh, where we had to close. Yeah. But the, like everybody else in Italy, the, the stores, and um, well, not only the shop, but also the the offices in the center, because it was uh, there was no possibility to uh, move unless you were authorized. I was authorized, but uh, there was nobody around. Yeah. So it was uh, a very beautiful city, but uh, totally empty. Wow! It must have been so and, uh, strange. Uh, yeah. Impressing, very impressing. Okay. And, uh, now things are going much better. Mm. Florence and Tuscany were not touched like the north of Italy, like uh, Lombardy, especially Milano. Yeah. So Veneto and Piemonte, the north in general, was uh, was very dramatic. It was never dramatic here in Florence, but everybody paid a lot of attention and. Uh, stayed at home. Yes. And has it touched any people that you know personally, Lorenzo, of the coronavirus? Yes. Oh, really? That's the risk. There was the, uh, there is a, uh, a friend of mine from 
Parma, who unfortunately was ill, but luckily only ill. Okay. And, uh, others we know, maybe we do not know as much as well, but uh, uh, we know it was uh, a tragedy in, uh, in the north of Italy. Here in Tuscany, not so much in Florence also. Yes, yeah. Oh, well, I'm very glad to hear of that. I'm glad. So we are reopening. Other museums are reopening again. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, also airplanes are arriving in Florence. Yes, great. Not as many as they used to, but uh, there are many brave tourists (laughs) walking walking around the city. Yeah, now with masks on, probably. Pardon? Now they all have the masks on too, the tourists with the masks. Everybody wear the mask, everybody wear the mask inside. Outside there is no reason and obligation. Okay, okay. If you enter in a shop, for example, small stores, uh, they prefer that people enter one by one. Yes. But... uh, People only wear the mask, no gloves. Okay, right. Gloves are not not necessary. Yeah. And it's generally suggested to keep a certain distance, which means about one meter. Yeah. And and, uh, to um, open the windows uh, or open a door whenever you are in a a, a room. Okay. And you... Yeah. Very good. I was just going to say, Lorenzo, you're fortunate in that you work amongst perfume, which is meant to be very, very good in the case of, uh, you know, it has great antibacterial qualities, the alcohol quality, it's very cleansing. Um, did you find you've you've had a kind of increased um, sales in certain of your fragrances at this time? Yeah, well, um, we also produce, you know, the funny thing is that fragrances are uh, uh, are more than 70 degrees, about 75 degrees, which is exactly what is needed to, to kill the virus. Oh, wow, yes. <laughs> mm. fragrance, so it's uh, yeah. even, useful, even useful in a certain sense. But we also produce some... Uh, Hydroalcoholic um, compounds and some gel. Okay. We gave, uh, we gave a little bit around. Just, yes. Uh, to because we are authorized producers. Of course, and, yeah. Uh, and this was useful in a certain moment because there was a lack of uh, uh, a lack of um, uh, availability. Sure. And, yes. Uh, and uh, so what we are only organizing differently is since we have a, a, a relatively large store we are organizing a little bit differently the museum because there it is a it's a place for smell and so um, you, have to, you have to get close to the bottles to the things uh, yes. to the testers and uh, so we are organizing that better so that there is no possible contact uh, um, that can uh, do yeah. any yeah. other control the temperature, these kind of things. Yeah, it's a wonderful I, place, the museum, Lorenzo. You've done such a fantastic job there. 
and so many cents. I mean, how many are there? Hundreds, must be nearly a, a thousand different uh, cents. There in are the about 1,500 uh, wow. bottles. Yes. There is this kind of uh, Osmoteco, we call, we call it Osmorama. Yeah. And uh, so it's possible to smell anything, uh, use any yeah. ingredient used for perfumery and also for special products or for Mm. industry imitation of uh, yeah you uh, even have uh, Nutella bottles. don't you yeah. yeah you have incredible scents there I yeah, remember and yeah also many plants outside in the garden and in the terrace in front of Florence okay lucky for the position also of course yes but there are almost a uh, hundred uh, different aromatic plants ah yeah and you can smell them brilliant so nice, yeah. I think for anyone who is fascinated by perfume and scents such as myself, it is just, it's like a paradise to go there to this museum because everything is at your fingertips. It's such a brilliant idea. And Lorenzo, how did you first get the idea to start the museum there in Florence? It's because we, uh, in, in the last uh, 30 years, since the beginning of our activity, we have made publications of uh, books, of encyclopedias. Uh, so we have, uh, in a certain sense, created, uh, produced a certain amount of information about perfume and about uh, the world of essences, the world of ingredients, uh, ingredients everywhere in the world, and so on. So people have started asking us all the time, yeah. about this and about that, where they can find that. We have available, mm. as I said, hundreds and hundreds of ingredients. Yeah. So it was also almost a natural development. Okay. That, uh, uh, we create the opportunity for the people to know our world. Yeah. And uh, that is, uh, it has been, we've noticed that even other brands, similar to us, or other brands, perfumery brands, they have sent their people to um, have a certain uh, information here. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. yeah. Often, right. often. Yes, yeah. And yeah. it's also a nice way, you know, you can, uh, you are in a, in a beautiful place because we, have, we are in front of Florence and then close to the old bridge. Yeah. And then we have all these plants, including some plants that were uh, possible, it was possible to make them grow here. Mm. And uh, uh, the shop, uh, the space is everywhere. It's a, it's a kind. Some people they ask for also for some sort of uh, information and entertainment. Ah, okay, yes. And so because it's uh, it's unusual, but it's uh, as we have done, we have tried to do it very seriously and very uh, with a very precise information. Mm -hmm. So it's amusing on a way and it's information on, on, in, in another way. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Such a great idea. Brilliant place, Lorenzo. Well, very well done with that. When you were putting everything together for the museum there, Lorenzo, did you find, was there any scents that were particularly hard to find? Yes, there are many. Uh, not so easy to find. Uh, for example... <laughs> Uh, Nardostachis Yatamansi, Nerd, called 
Kodo, so Yatamansi, is not easy to find all the time. It comes from the certain areas of India. Oh, wow, yes. And it was famous for, also in the Gospels today, the famous uh, perfume oil that Mary Magdalene pours uh, on the hair of uh, Jesus uh, is uh, this plant. Okay. And uh, it's very rare to find. Also to find, for example, it's a root. Mm-hmm. And to find the root also is very difficult. Yes. And sometimes we manage to replant these uh, plants that have never been seen here uh, in Occidental countries. And we managed to plant them. For example, we planted with success champaka, patchouli, vetiver, frangipan, ilang-ilang, and many others. Very good. Yeah. Brilliant. And they're all growing throughout the season. Do you have to move all the plants inside in the winter, Lorenzo, or do they stay on yes. the balcony? Yes. Okay. We made we made a greenhouse for the majority of the plants uh, uh, on the terrace, and also we put in certain spaces inside the building. Yeah. Other plants that are very very high, for example, that maybe four or five meters. And uh, so they they stay luckily in the high rooms we have uh, in front of the courtyard, mm-hmm. and uh, we we need more space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. And Lorenzo, you were just saying the perfumery museum is should be opening next week in Florence. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's great. How long would you suggest somebody need to have for the proper look around there? At least one hour. Yeah. There is also the possibility to see a documentary movie that we produced. Okay. And uh, it is possible to see it only here. Yeah. Uh, about the world of perfumery. And now we we will organize it in another also in another place of the of the building so that some people can come only to see the movie. Yeah, great. <laughs> because there are not many, many documented films about uh, perfumery. Yes, excellent. And uh, so in that case, uh, if one wants to know a little bit more to see the plants and everything, we suggest one hour and a half. Yeah, very good. That's great. Well, it's a it's a wonderful kind of combination of um, your career to date, Lorenzo. Having this museum, as you said, you've uh, been going for more than thirty years, and you've had many awards as well. You won the Francois Coty Award. Was it two thousand and four? You were awarded this one. Two thousand six. Two thousand and six. Okay, my apologies yes. there. And for which perfume was this that you won? We won the award then. No, no, it was the career. Of course, okay. Yeah. Then there was another one in Vienna, the Fleur de Parfum, uh, and. Uh, yeah. Other Yeah. <laughs> and what do you enjoy most about um, your job as perfumer, Lorenzo? To translate the vision into a fragrance and to uh, be able to imagine how to translate it. Yes, an amazing skill. Yeah, brilliant. It's, uh, it's a kind of uh, 
make you know two different things, mm. two things that have a different nature. Yes. Uh, in a certain sense, become one, the mirror of the other. Absolutely, yes. You're kind of compelling all the magic and mixing the magics together to have these wonderful fragrances. So many um, great, great scents. Um, some of some of Thank my you. favorites. I I really do love the perfume Dillman. I just think that's like a work of art. Really, really. Um, it's a it's a, a sort of a Mesopotamian kind of paradise. Yeah. Where in, in these myths, they say that there are citrus uh, plants, but also precious stones hanging in these plants. Ah, yes, what it is. Very nice. So, this kind of myths and legends of uh, different cultures in different times yeah. uh, are a precious source of inspiration for different kind of fragrances, very different. Very different ones, yes, incredible. There's so many, uh, Lorenzo, that you have created, and... Um, do you ha do you find it takes um, it takes how, how long generally does it take for you to create a new fragrance? It depends. Uh, normally, it's at least one year, but sometimes you are able to maybe create two in one year, and uh, on the contrary, sometimes none, and maybe it takes two years to make another. Yeah. What is important? What is important is to. Uh, you know, to be satisfied of the of the, as we said, of the uh, what you what you happen to create, and yes. uh, it does have to come to the vision and to the idea. We propose our collections. Uh, we don't follow the trend. Yes. If there is a, for example, if there is a trend of citrus uh, fragrances, we don't care. <laughs> we do. Uh, we yeah. develop. We develop the fragrances that uh, we yeah. like to develop. Absolutely, that's brilliant, and that shows you that you're leaders in um, in the art form of perfumery, really. And you don't you don't respond to a brief, which I think is really important nowadays too. And Lorenzo, how do you do you think the effects of something like coronavirus pandemic is going to have on something like perfumes and perfumery world? Well, we've noticed that people were kind of scared for first weeks. Yes. Because everybody, everybody was, we all were not sure what was really happening. Yes. And everywhere, I mean, it's a global kind of uh, problem. And then, you know, we all have uh, our uh, little satisfactions. Uh, maybe we would like to have a nice dinner one time or a nice fragrance another time yeah. and uh, in fact not not for us but for everybody the um, online uh, sales were multiplied many times really yeah I can imagine People, yeah. you know they, they, they feel certain fragrances are like part of their selves mm. or any way they, they like to have them so they yeah. If it was not possible to reach the shop, they could, you know, the, the shop with an expedition could reach the person. Yeah, absolutely. And very reassuring in these times to have something like a good fragrance that you know. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. So we notice a growth first, and now there is a, uh, it's uh, still going back to the usual rhythms uh, before the coronavirus. Yes. Yeah. And uh, um, of course, uh, it's, it's uh, important to know that uh, fragrances, on the contrary, <laughs> they theoretically they kill immediately. Yeah. Because of the presence of alcohol. Of course, yeah. It has to be at least 70 degrees. Yeah. Very good. Well, that's good, that's, that's good to hear that they will keep us safe. And thank you so much, Lorenzo, for coming on the show today. Uh, wonderful to hear you. And I just thank like you. to, yeah, it's really great. I hope you come on again. But how can people find out more if they want to come and visit the Perfume Museum? They want to find out more about you. How is the best way, please? They can send an email. Sure. And uh, uh, fix an appointment or fix for the visit. Yeah, great. And we can find this uh, on the web. Visit us without, uh, before, just uh, walking by. Yes. We're open, we're open every day. Uh, in this moment, we're open from 2.30 in p.m. to yeah. 7.30 But uh, soon it will be the whole day. Okay. Monday through, Monday through Saturday included. Obviously, Lorenzo Villarese, you're such a marvelous name in the world of perfumery. And I've been so honored to have been a guest at the Perfume Museum opening uh, last June. I very much hope we'll meet again soon. Thank you so very much, Lorenzo, and wish you all the best. Thank you, and thank you, everybody, too. Oh, Listen thanks. To thanks a lot. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy. Enrich and enhance your life with elements of fragrances, candles, room sprays, perfumes and colognes by Tessa Williams.